Have you ever wondered what it takes to buy or sell a home? Hey, hey Pat Markford here, your Twin City Realtor. This is going to be really a lot of fun. It's going to be a lot of information. Get yourself a pot of coffee or a bottle of wine or a six pack of beer. A few of the things we're going to be talking about. When you're selling a house, preparation is the key. Buying your home is the biggest financial purchase you're going to make in your life. And that's where you're going to make best friends. Your kids are going to be making their best friends. I've been meeting with a lot of sellers and the first thing they always ask me I just want to give you a few tips of when you're putting your house on the market. There are a lot of questions that my buyers have been asking. The biggest thing is, do you want the house or do you walk away? When's the best time to buy a house? When's the best time to list your house? All right, here we go. Are you ready? Hey, hey, Pat Markford. How you doing? Sitting out here alongside the pool after a hard day's work. Little summer cocktail. Let's talk a little bit. Dogs, dogs. You're selling a house and you're buying a house. Boy, this is a big subject right now. I tell you, I just got through working with some customers and they have a dog and it makes a difference when you're buying a house. Boom, we walk in, we walk out because you know what, it doesn't make the, doesn't make the cut. I've had earlier where I didn't, people were cats, cat owners, they walked into a dog house and it didn't work either. Well, let's talk a little bit about if, you, if you're selling your house, let's talk about that. I'm out by the pool here. And there goes Myla, there goes my dog. I think she threw the ball in the pool. Where is she? She's over there somewhere. Anyways, uh, that's Myla Joy is her name. And we're gonna talk about that in a little bit. Anyways, if you're selling a house and you have a dog, let's talk about it. You gotta get your house ready, right? I mean, you wanna make the most amount of money. You're a dog lover, but only 30% of the people are dog lovers. I just want to tell you a few things you got to do when you get in your house ready to sell your house. Let's talk about it. The first thing you do is you got to have a friend come over and tell you that your house smells like dog. Sorry, breaking the news to you, your house has a dog smell. So we got to eliminate that so that way those people that are cat owners and, and don't have dogs like to live there, want to live there. The more people that want to live there, the higher the value of your home. Remember that. Okay, so the first thing you need to do is you need to wash the floors really good. You need to clean the carpets really good. And I, a lot of times, say hire a professional to clean those carpets. You got to get those carpets really clean. Any kind of cloth items holds the smell of dogs, especially where they sleep. All right, now you might not be able to wash those beddings and stuff, so then you got to put them in a closet when you're selling your house. I'm just going to tell you, you got to get the, the dog smell out. Let's talk about dogs, what dogs do to houses that you don't realize, right? So what they do is they also scratch the floors. So you might need to get the hardwood floors done. Sometimes you can't, but I just want to let you know that's one issue if you can. Cost you $1,500, $2,500 to make the difference of five or ten grand. I can't tell you that, guarantee that, but I'm going to let you know. Some people have really bad scratch floors. What else do dogs scratch? They scratch doors, the bottoms of doors when they're trying to get out. I used to have a small dog that did a lot of that. They scratch windows because they jump out top of a couch. They scratch the windows and then they also scratch the window sills. You got to look to repair that stuff and sometimes they chew on stuff, right? You know, they chew on furniture and stuff. You got to look for that stuff when you're selling your house. Outside, let's bounce outside. What happens when you're outside? Well, you know what you got to do is you got to look at the spots and you got to clean those outside. And sometimes you have an area in your yard that's just ruined by the dog. You know what you got to do? Rip it out and just put sod in. 
I'm just letting you know that it makes a difference. It really makes a difference. You might have spots that you might just need to put spots down. Now you're selling your house, so you need to make sure that you do that. You gotta get your house ready, okay? Not everybody loves dogs. I love dogs. I love cats. I'm okay with either one, but you gotta prepare that yard. Now, let's say you're selling your house in March or April or May or June or just guess what you got to do. You got to get out and clean up the stuff. You know what I mean? After winter, things pile up. Try and clean it up. If you know you're going to sell your house two, three, four, five months, take care of it. All right? Take care of it. Now, what happens if you're going to buy a house? All right, let's talk about that. What are you looking for when you're buying a house and you have a dog? Do you have a small dog? Do you have a large dog? Are you buying a townhome? Let's talk about townhome and condos. Most, uh, boy, half of them don't allow animals. The other half that do have a size and weight and sometimes a breed restriction. So, you know what? Um, sometimes they say 12 inches, 14 inches. Sometimes you get to have one dog. Sometimes there's unlimited. So when you're going to start looking for a townhome, you got to really look to see do they allow dogs and then what size dogs small dogs dark large dogs whatever those are townhomes all right plus they don't have a good place to run the second thing is, is that do they have a fenced-in area now most townhomes don't have fenced-in areas so you know that one's gone but you know sometimes twin homes a lot of twin homes seem to have fenced-in area oh yeah you see that guess what that dog's doing he just had the ball in the swimming pool right that dog so one of these days we're going to talk about her a little bit at the end anyways um so if you're if you have a fenced in area twin homes seem to are you can fence in a twin home because you know what you own that side now what about a regular house now okay you're you're looking to put in a fence in for for your dog and also let your dog out right well what happens is you walk out like today we walked out on a deck it was a, a, a split level house we walked on out in the deck and there was no stairways going down and I'm like I wonder if it's lookout windows or a patio you know a walkout she goes well, what's a walkout and what's a what's a lookout so we went downstairs and I showed her I said when you're looking out you can't let your dog out downstairs you can't let your dog out upstairs to the backyard that's not good for a lot of people with dogs right but if they have a walkout or a lookout you can let their dog out otherwise sometimes those houses you can go out to the garage and they have a garage door. <laughs> Sorry, I got Myla make me trying to hear cream with that ball. Get over here. I'll get out of here. Anyways, um, so you need to look at that. You know, if you got a split level. Now you don't know a lot of times whether it's a walkout or a lookout. They might not tell you though that in the remarks, so you still need to go out and look at those houses. Alright, I just want to make sure you know that. Myla, stop it now. Sorry. She wants me to throw her ball. She's a retriever, really. What do you think? Anyways, um, so that was one thing. The other thing is a fence. All right, you know, you're buying a house, and now you got to buy a three to ten thousand dollar fence, maybe twelve thousand dollar fence. <laughs> Sorry, <laughs> three to ten thousand dollar fence. You're already at the top of your limit. You've already offered ten thousand dollars over for the asking price. Writing an offer on a house on Monday. We're looking at two different houses. So we're going to write an offer. One was at the top of their price point. One was at the, right on the price range that they wanted. Well, okay, what do you offer when you know that you're going to have to put in a $10,000 fence? Something to think about, right? So they have to sometimes just buy a house that already has a fence 
sometimes that doesn't work right so those are things you got to think about well let's talk about one other thing if you're putting a fence in um, if you if you if you uh, uh, have to go out through the side door on a rambler ramblers you can't let them out through the basement right unless it's a walkout not that many walkout ramblers but you got to go out through the side door and then let the dog out well a lot of times those side doors go right into the driveway and now you can't put a fence out on the driveway that's what happened really nice house beautiful house inside beautiful garage couldn't put a fence in at all so some ramblers though have walkouts some ramblers have uh, uh, patio doors that walk out onto a deck and then goes out so so sometimes they work I tell you what though I show homes I don't care I tell people let's go look at it because sometimes that solution is a lot easier than you think all right so if you can please share this there's more to this we're gonna be talking more about dogs and cats and animals whenever I take people out things come up and it makes me the brain starts working we got to talk about these kind of things all right so if you can share this or like this and if you know anybody looking for a book uh, to buy a house or sell a house we're adding an animal Steve I know you're watching we're going to add a dog and cat chapter because you know what? It's huge. It plays a major role. 30% of people have dogs. 30% of people have cats. 60% don't, but they both like it. We need to put that in our books. Write that down. Summer cocktail here. Oh, wait, 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 wait. Okay, hold on. I need your help. I need your help. I'm getting a dog in two. We, our dog is being born real soon. We ordered a dog, a white lab. We have the chocolate lab, and we're getting the white lab. Uh, Kathy's dog is named Myla Joy. Joy is her middle name, all right? And, and you know, we've been talking about Ivory and all these different names for the dog, and she says, we're going to name it Haley. Haley. I said, well, what about me? Do I get a choice? She goes, no. Guys, you know what I'm talking about, right? I said, okay, well, then I get to name it a middle name, right? I should be able to name the middle name. She goes, well, what would you name it if you could name a middle name? I said, Haley Luya. Haley Luya, right? Luya, Haley Luya, get in here, right? And she goes, no, we're not doing that. I said, what's the difference? You're never going to call it by the middle name. And I said, well, I said, so why did you come up with Myla Joy? She goes, well, Joy is my middle name. I said, well, then we'll name Haley after my middle name. You know what my middle name is? Vernal. Haley Vernal, get in here. I think a white lab, Vernal, middle name, Vernie, maybe Haley, Vernie, I don't know. If you can help me down below, okay, we got three middle names. Haley May is hers. Haley Luya is mine. And Haley Vernal, I really want Haley Vern, maybe Haley Vernie as the middle name. So if you can, <laughs> if you can't help me, I'm telling you what. And then the next time I get on here, I have a good dog joke for you guys too. Dads, happy Father's Day. This thing might run a few weeks later on too, I know. But all those dads, I'm going to tell you what. I had the best dad in the world. And I miss him. And I wish I could go fishing with him tomorrow. I wish I could call him tomorrow. So if you have a dad, make a phone call to him. Talk to him. If you can, go see him. He'd really appreciate it. All right. Have a good day. We'll see you. Go look at my uh, other services for buyers and sellers. Go to www.patmarkford.com. 